Hello and welcome to the Writer Song Podcast. My name is Matt and I'm the creator of the Writer Song YouTube channel. If you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, whether that's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or elsewhere, please know that there's a video version that you can watch exclusively at writersongpodcast.com. This will allow you to better see the examples that are coming up in this week's video. The point of this podcast is to have space for more examples, longer explanations and a focus on the guitar. Each week, the podcast will be associated with a video on the YouTube channel. You can find this week's YouTube video in the show notes. This week's YouTube video is about functional harmony. There's a link in the show notes if you want to watch that. The main points covered in the video were 1. Functional harmony explains that each chord in a key can be put into a certain category based upon its function. These functions are simply the role that a chord plays within a progression. 2. The functional roles of chords are all related to the creation of cadences. A harmonic cadence is a progression of two or more chords that concludes a phrase, section or piece of music. This creates a sense of full or partial resolution. 3. There are three groups of chord functions, tonic, predominant and dominant. Each group has rules about where you can move to next in your progression. These are slightly different for major and minor keys. 4. There is a chart for major and minor keys which displays all the possible functional moves you can make in a chord progression. In the YouTube video I focused on major keys, so here I'm going to use the natural minor slash aeolian keys to demonstrate the functional harmony concept with examples on the guitar. I use the analogy of a roller coaster and the different track sections they use to explain the concept in the YouTube video. I won't make reference to it here, but you can watch that if you want an alternative way to understand this. Let's start with the first group of chords in the functional harmony system, tonic chords. Tonic chords are the point of maximum stability and rest in a progression. The primary tonic is the one chord in major keys and the one chord in minor keys. This is the most important chord as it defines the key. You also have other chords that can act as functional substitutes for the primary tonic. These chords share two notes in common with the primary tonic, so feel strongly related. In major keys, these are chords 6 and 3. In minor keys, it would be 6 and 3 as well. Some people will refer to these chords in minor keys as flat 6 and flat 3. Don't worry too much about this, there are just two ways to represent the same chords. I'll look at an example now. I'm going to use the key of A natural minor slash Aeolian. The chords in this key are 1 A minor, 2 B diminished, 3 C major, 4 D minor, 5 E minor, 6 F major and 7 G major. Here's a really simple progression, 1, 4, 5, 1. I'll play this to begin with, then I'll play it twice more. Each time I'll swap the one chord with one of the functional substitutes. So the second repeat will be 6, 4, 5, 6 and the third repeat will be 3, 4, 5, 3. Please note I'm going to use basic open chords in standard tuning, but you can experiment with different voicings on different parts of the neck. Listen to how although the tonic chords change from minor to major, they still function in the same way in the progression.
If you want to learn some basic major key chord progressions and seven easy songwriting keys, then head over to majorkeychords.com and grab your free guide today. Link is also in the show notes. The next group of chords in functional harmony are the dominant function chords. They provide tension, a feeling of being unsettled and wanting to return home. In major and minor keys, this role is played by the major five chord. If you remember the A minor key I've been using so far, you'll see that it actually uses a minor five chord. Using the major version of this chord is very common in minor key progressions. However, this is actually a borrowed chord from the parallel major key. In other words, it is a non-diatonic chord. If you're not familiar with this concept, it just means that it introduces a note from outside of the scale which creates the key. In this case, E major uses a G sharp note, which isn't in an A natural minor scale. This major five chord will strongly pull you back to the one chord. As with tonic chords, there are also functional substitutes for dominant chords which allow you to vary the tension in your songs. In major keys, this would be the seven diminished chord. In minor keys, there isn't a strict substitute, but you might sometimes see the seven diminished chord used as well. Listen again to the previous example in the key of A minor. This time I'll change the minor five chord to major five. Pay particular attention to how the five chord provides tension and feels unsettled until the one chord is heard and resolution is felt. The third and final group of chords in the functional harmony system are called the predominant function chords. They are neither the tonic nor the dominant. They act as a bridge between the two. The primary predominant chords are four and two in major keys and four and two diminished in natural minor. So you've heard this stepping stone between one and five in all of the A minor key examples presented so far with the four chord. I'll play it again now and then change it for the two diminished chord on repeat. I'll play the two chord as a half diminished minor seven flat five chord. This makes it a bit easier to play on a guitar and is a common technique. Listen out for the difference in feeling between the two. As discussed in the YouTube video, there is a chart which allows you to visualise how these different chords can function in a progression. In that video I looked at the major chart. As I've used minor key examples so far in this video, I'll use the minor chart. But before that I'll provide a quick rundown of the rules for using the different chord groups. To begin you can start on any chord, then follow the rules for that chord type to choose where to go next. The tonic chords are the point of rest. As such they can move to any other chord, including other tonics. The main function of predominant chords is to move to a dominant chord, as the name suggests, but they can also move back to a tonic chord. This just provides a weaker, more passive sound. It's also common for predominant chords to move to another predominant chord before the dominant. This prolongs the predominant feeling, which can sometimes be desirable. Dominant chords are driving in one direction at speed. They want to move to the tonic one chord or a functional substitute. I'll use this chart now to create a progression. You can start anywhere, so in the example, I'll start on three. 
This is a tonic substitution, so I can now once again move anywhere. I'm going to follow the arrows on the chart flowing right, so we'll next move to 6. Once again, this is a tonic substitute. Then I'll head to the predominant 4 chord. From here, I'll move to the dominant major 5 chord and finally the 1 chord. You can see the 1 chord is in a circle at the right of the chart. As in functional harmony, everything is flowing towards the primary tonic 1. After this, I'm going to head straight to major 5, then to 6 as indicated with the arrow on the chart. Remember that 6 is functioning as a tonic chord, so this move is allowed. I'll then play the predominant 2 diminished chord and continue the predominant feel with 4, then major 5 and finally 1. In the key of A minor, this gives you the following progression. C major, F major, D minor, E major, A minor, E major, F major, B diminished, D minor, E major and A minor. So that's it for this week. I hope you found that intro to functional harmony interesting and helpful. Remember that most chord progressions you'll come across in popular music are non-functional, but being aware of functional harmony can open up your understanding of both functional and non-functional progressions, which can help your songwriting when sometimes you get stuck with a chord progression and don't know where to go. As ever, if you've got any comments, questions or suggestions, you can leave them at writersongpodcast.com or on the YouTube channel, community tab, or video comment section. I wish you all the success with your songwriting this week, and I'll see you next time. All the best.